wanted to ball, just wanted the fire, just like the heat, man. I just wanted to ball. 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 Hit the wall. Jesus, that was far back. Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Vonnie the Goat, and we are live on season two, episode two of Timeout Spots. Timeout Spots. Jesus, help me all. Timeout Sports, the podcast. Yes, sir. We are here. Season two, episode two of Timeout Sports, the podcast. Got a lot to talk about today as NFL week one has came to an end. Yes, and this is our first episode, well not our very first episode, but our first podcast episode where we're actually having guests. Yes. It's about time. This is what you all have been bothering me and annoying me for. Can I be a guest on the show? Can I be a guest on the show? Here you go. First up, first the topic though, before we bring our guest in, man, Pat's recently today, at like 4.30 probably, Patriots made a trade. Traded Demarius Thomas to the in rival. Is that how you say it? In division rival. Division rival. League rival. Conference rival. It don't matter. They traded Demarius Thomas to the Jets for a 2021 six-round pick. I didn't see that coming. But now the Jets have a, have a number one receiver finally, if you can say that. Uh, number one receiver, I wouldn't say that. I would say he's going to be one somebody who will play that role, but it's for the Jets. For a winning team, Demarius Thomas wouldn't be your number one. Um, yep. But I saw it coming. Not necessarily, necessarily to the Jets, but I saw him potentially getting traded because, of course, Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. If, you do, if you all do not know, Antonio Brown is now a Patriot. He was released by the Raiders this weekend, and he signed with the New England Patriots. So, as a result of that, they have a surplus of receivers at this point. Yep. So, I, it's not shocking to me that they ended up moving uh, Demarius Thomas. Great transition, Ruff. Great transition. And with that, we can bring in our first guest. It's my homeboy from the good old Winston-Salem State University. Brother Taj, welcome to the show. What's up, what's up, man? How, how y'all doing? We good, we good, man. Hope you're doing well, man. So we're going to talk about a little bit of A-B drama going on in some week one recap a little bit here, man. So what's your thoughts on this, <clears throat> what's your thoughts on this whole A-B situation that's going on? I think, personally, I think A-B just cost itself a chance at the Hall of Fame with these shenanigans. Okay. Like, they... You see how they did T.O., they're not going to let him in. If they did T.O. like that, crying for his quarterback, it's a rap for A.B. Yeah. What you got to say, Ruff? You look like you got something you about to say. <laughs> now, Todd. Yep. Uh, I don't know about that. I think, you know, he may not get in first ballot, but he'll definitely be in just like T.O. was. Um... I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know why, but I just think they're gonna look at AB stuff and the things that he's done a little bit differently mm-hmm. than they did To. Yeah, it's a little bit different because it's worse. 
I agree. It is. I can't say it is worse than the whole T.O. situation because he's pretty much he's throwing people under the bus just to elevate his own like career and his own self worth. People and entire organizations, though, and you know, owners stick together. Exactly, they do. They they're in one old whole bubble bot with each other, and then that it, billionaire boys club. Exactly, and then it's also just karma. Karma's gonna come back and bite them in the butt, man. Like karma doesn't won't escape nobody. Like. If yeah. if you I don't know I don't know I don't know too many black people who can get away with calling crackers mm-hmm. calling people crackers you know what I'm saying and and, and that just sliding under the rug that's gonna come back to get them that's very true and putting the ball and saying find me you know yeah, all I'm talking, about, I'm talking about putting hands on the GM like that's just that's, nothing about it is a good look nothing like, I kind of felt I kind of felt his grievances about trying to get out of Steelers. You know what I'm saying the guaranteed money ran out. You know what I'm saying they wasn't trying to up you. That that's that's respectable. But other than that, I can't respect nothing he did. Spit it out, rough. I mean, <laughs> spit I, it out, rough. I, I get where you're coming from. I can't condone necessarily how he's acted, also either. But you know, some call it a master master plan. Some people say he had a master plan. Yeah, I've been seeing that around, but. I, it's like you really think that was a master plan. Like I, I get he could have just asked for a release. Like that's all he. They're had. not gonna do that. I know they wasn't gonna do it, but hey, man, or just don't do what Le'Veon did. Sit out the season. Don't force it. There, there's no way you got a master plan that costs you twenty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, see, what I'm saying is that the, originally he wanted to, I guess, be a Raider, but as stuff stuff began to happen. Mm-hmm. Then his sh- his mind shifted and his focus shifted, and he said, "Okay, well, if I continue to do certain things, you know, if I cuss out the GM, if I tell him to find me for this, mm-hmm. you know, I am gonna be able to get my way and be able to get out of here." Did you see the video with Pat, the Pat McAfee uh, interview where he was like, where he's sitting down? He pretty much predicted everything before AB got released. He was like, oh, yeah. "AB, he he saw Derek Carr throw in the offseason and was like, oh no." This, this ain't it. This ain't it. And then there's also, there's reports going around saying he asked uh, social media experts on how yeah, he can't get his release. release. Yeah, so it's just yeah. like, I don't know, man. That's how it's going to look. hmm But I'll tell you one thing. I think AB's going to end up having a movie. Oh, yeah. 30 for 30. It's going to be crazy. 30 for 30 too. on Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah. yeah. 30 for 30. I'm retarded. <laughs> I have early Oh man, yeah, that's what that CTE talking, man. And then him going into the what is it, chirotherapy? Chiro I hope I'm saying this right. You know, we're just gonna call it the the hyperbolic time chamber. That's what I'm gonna call it today. Him going in there barefoot, and then you know his feet, his the bottom of his feet is literally peeling. Like, what in your right mind? This this was all. They can't say you know master plan or whatever, but I'm about to, yeah, I, I don't think you would. Purposely, almost frostbite your feet off mm-hmm. for a master plan. I just think it was a series of weird and interesting events, to say the least, that led to this. I can definitely agree with that. Like it, and a lot of this, I feel like everything could have been avoided. Like the grievances, the helmet, the whole helmet situation. You could, we could have moved on from that, and just a bunch of different things, like him not showing up to practice and training camp, and not being with the team. Hey, you see the Raiders did fine without him last night, man. You know, the Raiders the Raiders did better with A B than Moss team did. We gonna get into that a little later, but <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
Now, I have a question. Uh, do y'all think he's going to you know, do what he needs to do and be a team guy in New England? Uh, a team guy? I don't think he's ever been a team guy. He's, it's A-B first. Will he, will he be productive? More than likely, yeah. But as far as a team guy and wanting a team to do good rather than him do good, I, I don't see it. I agree, yeah, because I was talking to a Patriots fan earlier, a good friend of mine, and he even said, I, he was, I don't know if he was joking or not, but he was like, I hope AB a, uh, blows up the team like from the inside. So pretty much he hopes the Patriots implodes with him being on the team. I was like, okay. I was so confused. And he was like, then Gronk's going to come back week 14. Yeah, okay. Uh, but I... It's, Staying with like, I'm gonna just stay with the Gronk thing just a real little quick. Um, I don't see Gronk coming back. You know, he was real. He he took a real mental toll, like his, his physical toll as well, but mentally because he when he was talking about football a few weeks ago and asked him if he's gonna come back, he actually started tearing up and you know crying while talking about it. So I don't see we let's let's squash all of those rumors about Gronk coming back because I don't see him coming yeah, back. I don't think he, I don't think he's coming back. Once you once you. He said he lost his love for the game mm-hmm. and injury. And that's the same thing that happened to Luck. I'm, them, them injuries pile up, I'm telling you. And Gronk that had some real, real injuries. Like, exactly. I don't know, minor, minor nagging things. Big surgery issues. Back, shoulder, what was it, knee, elbow. Mm-hmm. Everything you need to play tight end and, and be a successful tight end, he didn't hurt. So I don't blame him for calling quits. That's very true. And he quit on top. Say that one more time. I said, and he quit while he was on top. Super Bowl champion. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. One of the most dominant tight ends we've ever seen. And I don't even like the Patriots. <laughs> I agree. I agree, man. Let's go into this. Got one last thing, AB. Uh-oh. Oh, you um, sound mad. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but as far as his contract goes, I'm not so sure that he's going to you know, change his ways and become the team guy. Because the Patriots did something. I think they made a mistake. How his contract is set up, mm-hmm. you know, he's gonna get a base fair, uh, base amount for signing, you know, at signing. The signing, and book. then he has contract incentives based off his play. Okay. Yeah. So when you add my money in, and it now comes down to me getting a certain amount of catches, you know, me getting a certain <laughs> amount of touchdowns, I don't think that was a smart thing for them to do, because now he is gonna be. He's going to get an attitude. He's going to have an issue if he gets four targets in a game because that's not going to help him reach those incentives. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, but I mean, but uh, majority players in the league have an incentives, but, I mean, you just got to weigh that with how how good you want your team to be and, and if you want to reach your individual goals. Individual goals will get you only so far. The team goals will really matter. The, 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 you can't win the Super Bowl without a team. You can do as good as you want. Ask Barkley about that. That's facts. Yep, but um, Julio Jones, one of the other best receivers in the top receivers in the league, you know, he just got through receiving a contract, sixty-four mm-hmm. million guaranteed. So he don't have really any incentives. He's gonna get his money mm-hmm. as long as as long as he's out on the field. Exactly. AB, I don't know, man. I just think you know he he probably wants to win. I'm not gonna say he doesn't want to win, but he wants to get his numbers and to get his mm-hmm. money as well. It's too many weapons on that Patriots team. Edelman, Gordon. You know, the, the Patriots is not gonna really target one receiver ten times. Like that's, that don't happen often. Yep. Especially how Belichick spreads it around. 
Yeah. And sometimes they also focus on the run game. Yep, and they, they got yeah, James I mean, White. Yeah, you got Sony Michelle. Jesus, they have like five running backs that they all play. I've never they seen it. They had Damian Harris inactive last week. I was like, dang. Running back from Bama. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy, man. Speaking of that, let's roll into the week one recaps, man. What was your thoughts on last Thursday's game? The Packers and the Bears. I think Mitchell Trubisky, hear me out on this, is Blake Bortles 2.0. I can agree. I, uh, we'll see. You're on a team that's carried by the defense, got hella superstars in, in Europe, a below than average passer, but a decent athlete. That's all Mitch, that's all Mitch is. Yeah, Blake Bortles. He's he's now the backup quarterback for the L.A. Rams, so hopefully Mitch doesn't go down because Mitch was taking number two, if I'm not mistaken. He was taking number yeah, two in the draft. Pretty high. Yeah, and then just that whole game, man. That whole game was just it was a very defensive game. I wouldn't say it was boring. It was a very defensive game, and the Packers came out very defensively and won that game. Yeah, I was surprised by the Packers defense. Pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. For me, it wasn't the Packers' defense so much. I mean, they get a portion of the credit, obviously, but I think it was more of what the Bears didn't do. Like you said, Mitchell Trubisky, he looked awful. Um, Tariq Cohen wasn't – he wasn't in, as involved as he should have been. Um, you know, as far as their wide receivers, they showed a lack of talent at that position. And so I just – I I had higher hopes for the Bears this year, but that game – I didn't leave that game feeling very good about them. Yeah, the Bears are going to go as far as their run game and defense takes them because Mitchell Trubisky ain't taking them far. That's facts. Now let's get to the Sunday games, the 1 o'clock games. Right, there's one game in particular that I got to I gotta talk about. Okay. And that's, you know – the Ravens versus the Dolphins. Them, them boys put up 59 points. That boy saw Jack. Lamar Jackson is different. Okay, everybody said he's not a he's not a passer. He's not a passer. He's a running quarterback. Yeah, okay. He proved everybody wrong with 17 to 20 completion. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Lamar looked real good. Yeah, it's like is the is the Dolphins defense that bad or is the uh, is the Ravens offense really that good? Like he's, I, w- I want to see the Ravens be. I'm I'm not saying they they, they can duplicate that that performance because I doubt it. But I want to see them be explosive against a playoff caliber defense. Exactly, and like the way just Lamar Jackson, seventeen and twenty three, twenty four, five TDs. You got Mark Ingram, 14 attempts, 107 yards, two TDs. Marquise Brown, the rookie. Hollywood Brown, welcome Hollywood to the Brown. show. Four receptions, 147 yards, and two TDs. He scored them first two TDs in the first quarter. What you got, Ruff? One thing, Lamar Jackson, you know, he came back with a vengeance. He ran and I think he, I think he's going to have a good season this year. Because, you know, he, he heard everything that's been said about him. Uh, you know, so he at the post in post game conference press conference he said, you know, I had a pretty good game for a running for a running back. Yep. 
So that means, you know, you could tell that he didn't like those comments. And he used that to fuel him in the offseason. You know how many times he ran the ball? Three times. All game. Mm. Arm work. QB rating. QB rating, 158.3. Perfect. Mm. All right, Taj, before, before we get you up out of here, man, I just want to ask you, man. You're you're a Giants fan. Mm, yeah. Got got to ask you your thoughts on this Cowboys Giants game, man. You know, got to got to get your thoughts on your G men. Honestly, I, I was pleasantly surprised by how the offense moved the ball. Our situational football was putrid. I'm talking about horrible. You, you got it's third and what one, and you don't give Saquon the ball for two consecutive plays. Mm-hmm. That's where you trip. He was averaging ten yards a pop. Like, come on now. But our offense, our offense was a bright spot. Ingram looked good. You can't blame nothing on Eli. Eli looked good. But the <laughs> defense, Lord have mercy. Yeah, them, keep, them corners. Yeah, our secondary. I don't know. I'm just gonna have to pray for him. Mm. Baker, Baker, DeAndre Baker was highly touted out of college. Boy, he was giving up passes left to right the other day. Yep. Like, Amari Cooper cooked them. 20 yard TD. Bob, Gallup, everybody was. Whoever, whoever was, who was on that side, it was over for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I mad. I'm like, mad at the Giants and happy. Bro. I don't think he's going to have like an Eli Apple trajectory. I think it'll be better than that, but it's definitely a learning experience for, for the secondary. All right. Go ahead, Ruff. See, Ruff is mad at the Giants and happy with them at the same time. I'll tell you why I'm mad. You made okay. Dak Prescott look like Tom Brady, look like Aaron Rodgers. I, I didn't know anybody could do that for him. Make Dak Prescott look like he's elite. I mean, it was embarrassing, the defense that was played. Exactly. Wide open receivers everywhere. Wide open. Two, three steps. Now Dak Dak about to get paid this week, and that's why I'm happy. Thanks for giving me my second point. I'm glad that y'all were that poor on defense because exactly. y'all are gonna get Dak Prescott 35 million a year, <laughs> and that's good and news for the Redskins. That's good news for the rest of the teams in the conference because exactly. if you pay somebody that's average, top three, you know, money, yep, then that's that's gonna hurt your ball club. So thanks for. Getting him paid. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, very sweet, man. Very sweet. All right, Taj. We appreciate you coming on the show, man. Appreciate you, you know, giving your thoughts on the A-B situation, your your first the uh, week one recap saying about your team, man. Thank you for coming on the show, brother. Uh, Thank you for having me, man. Anytime I'll be back, just let me know. All right, I got you. All right, but all y'all can eat it. All right, too. And to continue with our week one recap, we have another guest. A good friend of mine, back from high school days, my boy Aaron. Welcome to the show, Aaron. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? What's up, man? How you doing today? Man, I'm just out here, man. 2K out, man. Y'all talking about football and stuff, but I'm ready to talk, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We just going to continue with the second half of the week one recaps, man. And it's another game that, that another caught my eye. And I'm going to talk. Even though my team lost by 30, they lost by 30. Because everybody wants to say the Browns run the North. But the Browns got embarrassed. 43 to 13 by the Tennessee Titans. Baker Mayfield, three INTs. Everybody else, 
didn't show up. Go go ahead and talk. Not not you, Aaron, but C Row. Go ahead and talk about your boy Odell. You know what 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 he wear on the field Sunday. Odell out on the field Sunday trying to flex. Like everybody in the league don't have money. Drip. Drip too hard. I mean, what was it? What was his watch? 300 or 350? It was 350. $350,000 on a watch. Picture that. And he said he's going to wear it every single game. Uh, I don't know about that because they said the league has an issue with that. Oh, no, no. He didn't say that. He said if it was somebody else wearing it, they wouldn't have an issue. Who knows? Who knows? It's another, you know, mentality. Think they out right. to get him. Aaron, what you got to say about that? Man, let my man flex, man. I will come here out there, $200,000 grills in his mouth. Ain't nobody saying nothing to him. He get popped one good time. What's going to happen to him? Man, let my man wear a watch, man. I ain't doing nothing with it. That's why he going crazy or something with the watch. He's just trying to flex, man. Why he can't flex? Tom Brady out here dropping Diss tracks on Instagram, oh, but Odell can't, wear, Odell can't wear no watch, man. Listen, my boys, my boys is going to get their face back. Don't worry about, we not, yes, we are, Tom, Mike Tomlin is afraid of Tom Brady, okay? Yeah, Mike Tom. Tomlin is afraid of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Whole organization afraid. Wow. <laughs> Go, you know, we're going to stay on the topic, man. Titans, Browns, okay? Marcus Mariota, three TDs. A.J. Brown, six receptions, 100 yards from the rook. Delaney Walker, two TDs as well, man. You, you was one of them people that said the Browns is running the North, man. I, yeah, I got... It's, it's week one. How come, how come you get a pass? Oh. But the Browns don't get a pass. That's crazy. Because the Browns are the Browns, man. You expect this out of the Browns. You don't expect the 30-point loss from the Steelers opening night to the Patriots. That no makes team. it even worse. No. no. You ain't got no team. What do you mean you don't expect that from the Steelers? No, I don't expect that. I expected us to at least lose by 14 or 7, not 30. Man, when the last time y'all been to the Super Bowl, man? Hey, you know the last time we've been to the Super exactly. Bowl. You know the last. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Let's go to another one o'clock game, rough. It's only fair that we talk about y'all boys next, oh, man. Bring that. Bring that game on. Eagles Redskins, man. Redskins blew a twenty point lead, man. Seventeen. Seven. Oh, it was seventeen. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. I thought y'all was up twenty zero. I thought y'all went up twenty zero. My bad. So, I'm going to definitely talk about that. Yeah, man. Go ahead. You know, Jay Gruden, the brilliant coach that we have, decides he, he doesn't want to play Adrian Peterson. The man that had, you know, what, 11, 1,200 yards last year, had a really good season. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tell me that you're not going to play him because you want running backs who can, you know, because Darius Geis is going to be the starter and then you want the other running backs to be, Special team guys. I'm not hearing that. I don't care what you're talking about, Jay Gruden. Adrian Peterson needs to be on the football field. And now Darius Geis is hurt, and so Adrian Peterson will be on the football field, and he will be our vocal point. You know, you have a, you get out to a 17 to nothing lead. Darius Geis can't run the football. 10 rushes for 18 yards. Huh. Adrian Peterson was suited up. I think the game might go a little differently. <laughs> Once you have that lead, you might be able to run the ball and keep the lead. That's true. Yeah. You sound. Yeah. I, I hear the I hear the disappointment in your voice, man. You just so upset. Like when I read that AP was a healthy scratch week one, he's never been a healthy scratch in his career. That is top two, not to disrespect. AP. It, I just and I, I just you know I wasn't. 
I knew I picked the Eagles to it, but it was like, you know, y'all are winning right now. Oh, snap. But can y'all hold it? You were you and my line brother, he's a Redskins fan as well, also said like we can't do no no cheering yet because the Eagles they, they usually come back in the second half. I got one quick question. Yeah. In regards to this game. Um does Adrian Peterson play defense or <laughs> who plays defense? Oh man. Cause I don't think Adrian Peterson was the reason twenty five points got scored unanswered. But that ain't none of my business. Well, First off, you didn't really make me get into your team. Let me stay on top. Um, this the deal. The defense absolutely dropped the ball. Jonathan Allen's injury hurt. He did get hurt. He that did hurt. get hurt. Can't yeah. nobody disagree with that. He did. When he left the game, that's mm-hmm. when things went left as far as defense. Josh Norman, let me be clear. Ooh, child. How do you give somebody a 10-yard – you got a 10-yard head start and you still get burnt? I'm done. I'm done with that, man. I'm done with Josh Norman. That's pathetic. You can't be that slow. How I mean, he literally was playing ten <clears throat> yards off and still got burnt. How long was um? How long has he been there now? <coughs> it's the third season with us, I believe. Third yeah. season. Mm. Well, well. Speaking of injuries, I mean, the Eagles did lose Malik Jackson for a year, so I mean, that mm-hmm. defensive line was looking a little skeptical. But I mean, again, Adrian Peterson doesn't play defense. <laughs> No, he doesn't play defense, but like I said, I've already addressed the defense and how they need to be better. <laughs> Jonathan Allen, when he returns, that will help us. It, uh, they said that on one of those touchdowns that Sean Jackson got, they tried to change the play call, the oh, defensive play call, right before the play, and it was just a miscommunication. Mm-hmm. You know, So I don't know. They would know. But you got to tighten that kind of stuff up because to give up two 50-plus yard touchdowns to the same man in one game is embarrassing. What's the um extent of Jonathan Allen's injury? They said he's uh week to week. Okay. So I wouldn't count on him this week, but probably week three he may return. Okay. Uh what was I saying? Yeah, but Adrian Peterson, you keep trying to downplay that. Like I said, <laughs> no, the defense was bad, but with the offense was just as bad. We went drive after drive without scoring. If you have him, you at least can milk some of the clock. There is guys, like I said, 10 yards, 18, 10 rushes, 18 yards, that's not going to get the job done. You can't have 28 rushing yards as a team and win a game. This is the NFL, not, you know, it's not Pee Wee. That's true. I got another game. This We're going to the 425 games. The Lions-Cardinals. We got another week one tie. Back-to-back years, we got week one ties. 27 apiece. Oh, man. Lions had 20. It was 24. To seven, I think. Yeah, they had a 17-point lead. Yeah, also. it was seventeen point lead going into the fourth quarter. And there's a there's and it was and I remember this like distinctly because I was watching the game. It was 24-16. And the Lions had the ball and they ran a halfback screen to JD McKissick, a, a running back they, they picked up maybe about a week ago. And right before the ball was hiked, the offensive coordinator Went to the head coach. The head coach goes to the ref. They call the timeout. And that play right there would have been the icing on the cake. And because of that timeout, the Cardinals, Kyler Murray, the rookie, drove that ball down the field, man. I'm talking about he's hitting Larry Fitz, hitting David Johnson, using his big targets to his advantage. And I got to say, man, Kyler, Kyler, the first half, he got me in the first half. I thought it was going to be bad. 
But the second. Yeah, I know that's your opinion. But hey, the Cardinals hopefully going forward. They play Baltimore next week. I don't think they'll get the win. But going forward, I see I see a lot of promise in Kyler. A lot. Let me shout out my guy Larry Fitzgerald. 36 years of age, August the 31st. Mm-hmm. The same birthday as yours truly. He's still doing it, man. And my mama. And your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald is still doing it. And so I want to give him a shout out. Uh, like you said, Kyler Murray, first half, it wasn't good. He looked like a, you know, a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. But in the second half, he was able to do some things. Um. You know, and so we had, like you said, we had a tie. We had 16 teams that's now 1-0. Uh, no, 15 teams. Yeah. We have 15 teams that's 1-0. and We have 15 teams that's 0-1-1. And we have two teams that's 1-1. and 0-0-1. You said 1-1. and Is that what I said? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh. Oh, and 1. That sounds crazy to even say. Yes, but they are. What'd you say, Aaron? Have we discussed Thursday night games? Like, we, like we, 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 we did with our last guest, my brother, but, you know, you are a Packers fan, and the last guest got to talk about his team, so it's only right that we get to hear your thoughts. Uh, you know, defense, looks, we, defense looks incredible. We, we held our own against the Bears. We dropped 10 on them. People are saying that's not a lot, but <laughs> no, one, no one's playing the Bears yet. No one's seen those monsters on that defensive line yet, so... Give us our credit. Aaron Rodgers is getting adjusted to that offense. Defense, like I said, is spectacular. That's what we needed, man. Playoff, playoff run, man. That's what we're doing. Okay. It sounds good. We we already gave our thoughts on the Packers. I well, said well, the hold de- on. Well, can, can we explain everybody's thoughts? Because every team that's being <laughs> mentioned, I think, is 0-1-1 right now. Oh, man. <laughs> you got I, jokes. You got I think, jokes. I think, one, I think one team got blown out. <laughs> And the other team let the Eagles score 25 points unanswered. So I'm not sure exactly who's given the predictions here. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 yeah, your Packers look, they look decent. They looked okay for week one against the Bears. Y'all will be all right. They was, I'm not going to even go that far. Like I said, they look good. team look good. They, they just got the win. <laughs> they looked all right. That's not that oh, like. You and the, the Steelers and the Bears combined. Scored less points than we did. Oh, I mean, well, I'm not like, a Steelers fan. Okay, we I know that. I'm sorry. Let me get off. Let me not get off. Thank topic. you. Stay on topic, Packers, sir. Packers, Packers versus Patriots Super Bowl. That's what I'm calling. So let's just call it now. Wow, that's a very bold prediction. Let's just call it now. I, I mean, wouldn't bet AFC anything of value. Like, well, I don't even know why we're talking about the AFC. The AFC's gone. Mm, wouldn't bet anything of value. I think I could agree with that. I don't see the Packers. Packers might squeeze into the playoffs. That's not even y'all division to win. Yeah, you heard me. Not our division to win. <laughs> why are you so confident after the Thursday night game? Can you please answer that? Can you answer why you're so confident after Thursday night's win, sir? Uh, we have a defense. We haven't had a defense in two years. We we haven't been in the playoffs. We have a new head coach, new offensive scheme. Devontae Adams is getting triple teamed. We got MSV out, MBS out there. Like we're we're doing we're doing some different things. We're changing up. We don't have any major injuries. We have a decent running back. Like our, our team is solid. We have an all around team. Um. If anything, now things can change. We play the Vikings next week. Anything can big change. test. Any, That's a big any, test. They any, ju- anything can change at that point. We play the Bears again. 
Like, anything can change. But I can tell you right now, the Lions aren't a, aren't a problem. If the Bears still have Mitch Trubisky by the end of the season, he's not going to be a problem. Our only major focus is probably going to be the Vikings. Yes, because the Vikings put up 28 points on the Falcons last week, and they look that offense looks pretty good. That offense looks great. But, again, they haven't seen our defense yet. Oh they haven't. God. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! They haven't seen our defense. We're not going to sit here and allow you to do this on this show. (laughs) The Packers' defense are not the second coming. AP playing running back, they would have probably won, right? Yeah, get out of here. (laughs) The Bear, the Packers' defense is is good. It's improved, but we're not going to act like this is the 1985 Bears' defense. We're not. That game was about the Bears and what they were not able to do. Mr. Trubisky looked like a child. Because trying to play in the NFL. That's crazy. You gotta give me some credit. I said you're good, but you, you're not like you. You you said Super like Bowl. Is, yeah, no. You Why said not? we running it. Why not? We'll see, man. We'll, uh, we'll see how you guys come out and perform against the Vikings. It's not like anybody's gonna be like the the Cowboys or the Redskins in the Super Bowl. Come on, let's keep going. You can't put them to. Well, I get what you're saying. <laughs> but anyway, Aaron. It's been a great having you on the show, man. Thank you for the topic. I appreciate the time, man. We'll pack, though. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, man. Hopefully, they, they, they get a win next week because the Vikings, they coming correct. So. Hopefully, you get a win next week. Oh, we Hopefully will. the Redskins get a win next week. Don't you guys come over here. What to know, baby. Yeah, yeah. Have a good one, brother. All right. All right. So, just want to say thank you again to Taj and Aaron for being our, fir- our very first two guests on Time Out Sports, the podcast. And, you know, we're looking to have more guests each and every week as the seasons go on. Even when we get into basketball season, going to have guests doing that. So just keep rolling. Now I got to talk about the Sunday night football game. My Pittsburgh Steelers. We lost 33 to 3. There was one point, there was a play where everybody except for the offensive lineman moved. I mean, the center moved. We look goofy. Play calling looks terrible. Mike Tomlin, you look very scared every time we play the Patriots. You look like you don't know how to call a play to save your life. I need your dean, because I know you're part of Cap Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, so I need your dean to put you in the cut every time you play the Patriots. Because you obviously need to be taught a lesson. Okay, because I'm tired of this. I am sick and tired of this. Every time against the Patriots, it's the same thing. And Ben Roethlisberger. We do not have Antonio Brown anymore. Why are you throwing up heaves praying that AB is there? Have, I know everybody's seen the meme. I know you've seen the meme, Ruff. Where he threw it up, where he got, where it got Ben thrown in the throw motion. And he's like, I think AB's over there. Oh, yeah. AB's gone. Steelers, Steeler defense. We always do this. We always start off like the first six games looking piss poor. And then we want to get it together towards the end. Stop it. Consistency. Come prepared. Keith Butler, what are you doing? We just better come correct next week against Seattle. That's all I'm going to say. And that's that on the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Sunday night football game. Going into now, Monday night football, man. Texans and Saints. Whoa. That was a ball game. Deshaun Watson. Baller. Drew Brees, Bowler, Will Lutz, 50 
eight yards to win the game. 30 to 28. Saints walked out with the dub out the dome. What you got to say, Ruff? Like you said, great game. Deshaun Watson did his thing. Uh, one thing I must say about him, he's going to have to sometimes realize that his line doesn't look very good. So you're going to have to get down, get out of bounds. You know, he took a lot of punishment last night. I think they ended up with six sacks. Six sacks. And then that touchdown where he flipped on his back, that was very dangerous. Mm -hmm. The Russian touchdown. Right. That was very dangerous. And so Deshaun Watson's going to have to, you know, he's going to have to take care of his body, man, be smarter, because he's not going to last this season if he continues to take that much of a beating. Um, it, like like we've said, it was a great game. Uh, Carlos Hyde, he showed me some things as far as his Texans go. Ten rushes, 83 yards. He looked good. He looked explosive. Something slight. Yeah, he's, you know, 5'10", 229, but he still was able to move mm -hmm. with some – you know, with some agility. So I was impressed with him. Uh, D-Hop, he started the game shaky. D yeah, he did. Two and drops. could I think three potentially, but two for sure. Did you see what he wrote on his locker? I did. About how he, you know, lead the uh, 2,000 reception yards, have the, uh, reception, the reception TD record, and no drops. But the no drops, obviously, that's X'd off. He had two, three drops last night. Yeah, so that's out. He has to be... You know, his hands, he has some of the best hands in the league. So, last night, he just started a little shaky. Mm -hmm. I expect him to get that together as the season goes. But he had a big game, eight receptions, 111 yards, two TDs. Fantasy! Hold up. I, let me tell you how many times. I screamed out fantasy so many times at my house this week because there's so many big plays going on left and right. All, all you hear me say, oh, he's on that team? Fantasy! All right, go ahead. My fault. As far as the Saints go, Drew Brees, you know, he played well, uh, 32 of 43, 370 yards, two TDs and one interception. Uh, Alvin Kamara, he was Alvin Kamara, you know, playmaker. 13 carries for 97 yards. Michael Thomas, Mr. Reliable, 10 receptions for 123 yards. Michael, Michael cooking, boy. But for me, I, I just have to, I have to talk to Bill O'Brien and I have to talk to Romeo Cornell. If anybody has their cell phone number, please put me in contact <laughs> with those two young men or <laughs> young older men. young men. I was about to say they older than us. <laughs> older young men. But I just have to say this. Okay, you get a touchdown to take the lead. 35 seconds left, you give the ball to the Saints. They have one timeout. And you allow them to hit you for three consecutive plays of, I believe it was 15 yards, 11 yards, and nine yards. Mm -hmm. Okay. And on the last play that where they got in the field goal range, I just need to know what you were thinking about. It looked like they were playing pre prevent defense. Three men deep, yeah. They were. I don't know why, but they were. You know that they need nine, ten yards, somewhere around there, and they need – you know, they need that in order to get a field goal attempt. Mm -hmm. And you play them as if they need a touchdown. Can somebody, anybody, make it make sense for me? Make it make sense. Ow, I bit my cheek. Because it doesn't make any for me right now. It's no way you should have lost that ball game. Deshaun Watson gave you, he played his heart out. He gave you a touchdown at the end of the game to put you in position to win. To the new guy. 
and your defense can't get the job done because of, and that's because of your play calling. Mm-hmm. It made no sense. It just made absolutely no sense. And I'm hoping that this this loss doesn't come back to bite you. But sometimes things happen to where you know at the end of the season you look at it and you say, man, that loss to so and so cost us. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a playoff appearance, whether it's the difference between having you know a higher seed in the playoffs, yep, playing at home, playing on the road. On the road again. I don't know, man. That that was just embarrassing. There's Will, no way they should have lost that game. Will Lutz, the GOAT. 58 yards to win the game. 58 yards at that, man. That's, oh, you got to have a boot. It was impressive because it mm-hmm. was. It looked like it would have been good from 63. Yeah, that's very, because like I said, we both we both was watching the game, and when he kicked the ball, it went, it was directly down the middle. And they, you know they have, the, they have the netting behind it. It went straight down the middle through more net like it didn't go through the netting but it pushed the netting back further so you could just tell like it wouldn't have mattered if they was like you said 63 65 will lutz was making that kick and the saints was walking out the dome with the w shout out to the pelicans who was in the building watching the game last night too zion was at the, in the building um they, the center was there as well jackson, jackson hayes, hayes yep lonzo <laughs> I'm a Lonzo fan, so yeah, I was alright. Lonzo diss track ball was in the building, and he uh, love dropping diss tracks. Yeah, so Romeo Cornell and Bill O'Brien, they have some explaining to do. Mm-hmm. Just got to take a look in the mirror. Yeah, got to be better, man. Got to be smarter. You shouldn't have a job in the NFL and you don't know how to make the right, you know, play the right defense in a time like that at the end of the game. It just makes no sense to me. Week one injuries. Okay. Had a lot of injuries in week one. Yeah, man. The biggest one that really caught me off, that really, like, surprised me was the um, Tariq Hill injury. It's um, something dealing with his back. I don't know how to pronounce the word, so I'm not even going to get on here and try to pronounce them. But um, he's expected to miss some time. It's not indefinite time, but he's expected to miss a few weeks. So, And he did go down in the first quarter. First quarter, second quarter, if I'm not first half, pretty much, you know, early. And that opened up the game for the other uh, chief receivers, i.e. Sammy Watkins going crazy, um, you know, to show up and all of that. That was one of the bigger injuries. And then. Um, yeah. So uh, we had a lot of injuries, like we said, in week one. You had Tyreek Hill had a sternal clavicular, sternal clavicular, clavicular. Oh, oh God! Somebody see, help us. see, that's why I said. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get a people the name of it, but it's 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 messing with me. But he had that injury in his joints, mm-hmm. and he left the game, and he's now expected to miss some time for sure. Um, so he may not be back until around mid season. But the good thing was is they have plenty of weapons, and they should be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Malik Jackson against y'all. He's out for the season now with that. Um. It was a foot injury that, that it's a list for, since we just pronouncing pronouncing these injuries, it was a list Frank injury. I hope I said that right. I hope all the doctors and nurses out there could correct me for that. Um Sterling Shepherd Sterling Shepherd was diagnosed with a concussion. Tevin Coleman had a high ankle sprain. Um Juju had a toe injury when we were playing. Marquise Pouncey hurt his ankle. Uh, Marcus Gilbert, an offensive tackle who the Steelers traded to the Cardinals, actually tore his ACL. So that's that's something that's big. Um, that that'll impact the um, Cardinals' offensive line. 
Um, do 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 do. Baker Mayfield has a bruise bruise wrist. Yes. Um. Also sticking with Cleveland, their offensive lineman, Kendall Lamb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got hurt early with a knee injury. Falcons right guard Chris Lindstrom. He has he's wearing a boot for eight weeks. He has a he's broke a small bone in his foot. So that'll it's similar to the Deion Jones injury that they had last year. So he'll be heading to ed, heading to IR. You know, looking to return real soon. Your boy Geis, you know, disappointment. Hurt and it wasn't even the ACL leg, it was the other leg too. They said the ACL leg that he tore is perfectly healthy, it's the completely the other leg. Devin Funches broke his collarbone, so it's just a just an influx of injuries just from literally almost every game. And you're just like, whoosh, was it was it was it due to you know these players not playing during the preseason, you know, getting their bodies in you know the right football shape, and then also can't even forget about this. Nick Foles broke his collarbone on his first TD pass that he threw in a Jacksonville Jaguars uniform. And he won't be back till about week 11. Yeah, that one, that was one of the biggest injuries because, you know, Jacksonville has a, still has a good defense, although they didn't look that good on Sunday. They, looked, they gave up 43 points. Yeah, they, but they still have a good defense. It was mm-hmm. one game. It was the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, but Nick Foles, you know, I expected him to be able to do some things for them. Of this season, and that injury definitely hurts. And let's just let me just say this: uh, Colin Kaepernick's career is indeed over. Uh, when he got hurt, and they signed another quarterback, they tr- they made a trade. They traded uh, for Josh Jobs. They sent a sixth round pick to us. Right. They traded for him, mm-hmm. and you know Colin is out here available. That just puts it all into perspective. It's over at this point. You know, his career is indeed over. I don't see how he gets another opportunity because it's been so many teams who have a need and nobody's giving him that chance. Exactly. So as time continues to go on, I don't see how he will get another opportunity. It's already been three years. Yeah, man. Cap, you know, we know you're, you're a phenomenal player, phenomenal athlete, but, you know, you got to be real and be a realist at times. It just, you know, Cap's time is over. It's over, you know. It was, it was a good, good run. He he has a Super Bowl appearance under his belt. You know, had some good seasons. You know, got a few highlights to live off of. Hey, sometimes you got to move on. Got to move on. Got to move on. Hey, it was nice to know you. It was nice to know you. Wow. Everybody got to Let me just say this Everybody In this thing called life Everyone must know their gift And their talent Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. Bonnie you don't necessarily know yours This is my response to that Cause I'm a singer This is how the crowd go when I was singing Hey sexy lady It was nice to know you It was nice to know you I sound like I was in a concert just now y'all Gotta move on. <laughs> yes, indeed. We do have to move on, but um <laughs> We two picks, baby, my favorite part of the show. Go ahead. <laughs> on Thursday night, capping off week two, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Carolina Panthers. 
And I must, that's what I forgot. Jameis Winston. Ooh, oh, me too. Because he, I listen, I got Mike Evans on my fantasy team. And he, I'm going to go. Ja- Jameis, you. Let's just make it sound like I really left. Yeah, Jameis Winston was, he was pathetic. That's just the word that comes to mind. He was pathetic in week one. Two pick sits. Uh, one Richard Sherman. So it, it, it's clear to me at this point that Jameis Winston is just not going to pan out. You know, at first it was the foolishness off the field. You know, it was still in underwear. I wish I had none other than Mr. Stephen A. Smith on here to talk about that. Winston Salem State alum. That's his favorite story. Uh, no, it wasn't underwear with Jameis. It was actually crabs or something. Didn't when he, he, stole to, the, when he stole the crab legs he from the He tried to steal crab the, uh, legs. That was the, the Cowboys boy that, yeah, that did, stole the underwear. Yeah, that was. So, But yes, Jameis, all that money he making and he's stealing. Come on now. We got to be better. As African Americans, we have to be better. Mm-hmm. But as far as his play goes, like I said, it's clear to me at this point that Jameis Winston is just not going to pan out to be what they thought. Neither him or Mariota will. So, with that being said, we're going to go to week two, game one, like I said, the Bucks versus the Panthers. Thursday night! And my prediction is the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. Now, neither team was impressive in week one, but I'm going to go with the Panthers because, like I said, I just have no faith in the Bucks at this point. One o'clock Sunday games, baby. The first game, Chargers-Lions. Going with the Chargers. Phillip Rivers, baby. He was looking good. He looked solid in that pocket. Austin Eckler looked good, too. He looked good. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. I just think that they were able to, you know, they didn't miss Melvin too much. They just didn't. Eckler and, uh, you know, their other guy was able to do some things. And so I think the Chargers are going to win that one. In a, you know, might be fairly close, but I think they'll definitely get the win. Um. The next game we have is 49ers versus the Bengals. C-Ruff is going with the Bengals. They, they look good on Sunday they against the Seahawks. Good. John Ross was balling, boy. I'm going to go with the Bengals too, man, because they just they was looking good, bro. I'm not even going – like, I'm not even flexing, capping, none of that. Like, I'm like we was talking about realists early, I'm being real. The Bengals, I got them winning that one. Vikings Packers was just talking about this with Aaron and – Hey, I'm going with the Vikings just cause just cause he he was pissing me off earlier. So we're gonna go with the Vikings. I'm kind of undecided on that game. I think it could go either way, but hmm, I'm gonna go with the Packers. I just think Aaron Rodgers is gonna be better than he was in Game One. Uh, in the first half, he missed a lot of throws. You know, he didn't look good in the first half at all. Mm-mm. But he he was able to pick it up just a little bit in the second half, and I think he's gonna add to that this week. Uh, everybody who knows me know and understand that I'm not a Kirk Cousins fan, and so I do not wish success upon him. Uh, I'm going with the Packers. Seahawks Steelers. I'm always taking my boys. It don't even matter. I'm always taking my boys. I choose them every day of the week. Steelers over the Seahawks. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. That's fine. But y'all already know that C. Ruff is going with the Seattle Seahawks. Jadavion Clowney is now a Seahawk, and he 
had a solid game one. I picked him to have two sacks, but he had one. So that's not bad. I think he's going to do nothing but get better each game. And I'm picking the Seahawks in a game of a, with the score of maybe 26 to 23. So I think it will be close, but I'm going with the Seahawks. You got to score in 20 more points. Let's go. We actually go score. Patriots, Dolphins. I don't know. Every time the Dolphins seem to play the Patriots, that's when they want to have their act together. I'm not picking the Dolphins to win, but that's when they want to have their act together. But I'm taking the Patriots, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> nothing, the there's Patriots. nothing to talk about on this. The Patriots will win that game. Miami is pathetic. They will be the worst team in football this season. Yep, they'll probably draft Tua, probably, or Justin Herbert, if Justin Herbert keeps balling, because that's who I got my eyes on, really. Or Jalen Hurts. Can't forget about Jalen Cardinals, Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. Lamar Jackson continuing his hot start to the 2019 NFL season. Goodness gracious, Lamar's on fire. Cardinals, Cardinals Ravens. <laughs> Cardinals, Ravens. I am going with the Ravens. Uh, like I said, I like what I saw in the second half from Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how much he's going to be able to do against the Ravens' defense. Their defense is legit. Will be one of the best in the league this season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens. I think that Lamar will have another good game. Not as good as week one because that will be hard for him to duplicate. But I think he'll be solid, and the Ravens will win the game by seven to ten points. Colts Titans. This is a divisional game. I got the Titans winning this game. Colts they they was found finding a groove, you know, against the Chargers in Week One. But I, I see this game. You know, you was giving your predictions on the early games. I give my prediction on this game. I see a twenty three twenty type of game. I see I see the Titans winning this game by a field goal. Like the kicker coming in two seconds left on the clock. It's good. Titans win twenty three to twenty. So you said you have the Colts? No, the Titans, the Titans win. You have Titans the Titans. Win. Yeah, the Titans I'm win. going with the Titans as well. Uh, they look they look good in week one. And I'm looking forward to seeing if they'll be able to, you know, add to that this week. I'm going with the Titans in a close one. Maybe three or four point win. Another divisional game. Wow, they're back to back. The whole AFC South just happens to be playing each other. We got the Jaguars and the Texans. The Texans, Deshaun Watson, he gonna he gonna bounce back. He he's feeling that that loss because of the fifty eight yard field goal kick. So he's gonna bounce back and make sure that that he could give his team. You know, I know the defense has played, but he's gonna give his team the the lead that they need so that they they'll be all right and then they come out with the W at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Texans as well. Um, I'm interested in seeing how. Deshaun Watson's body feels, you know, how mm-hmm. he looks. Because Six like sacks. I said, he got a, he took a beating mm-hmm. last night. Six and uh, when I was watching the game, I said, you know, he's going to be hurting in the morning for sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure today he's been in a lot of pain. Yeah, he probably took an ice bath too. They probably put him in the ice and all of that. Yeah. So if he's able to walk, <laughs> I got Deshaun Watson <laughs> and the Texans on Sunday. Cowboys, Redskins. I'm gonna choose the Cowboys. 
Now, choose the Cowboys. I hate choosing the Cowboys, but I want you to right. See, Ruff is a Redskins fan. Everyone knows that. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys as well. Um, got to be objective. I just think we got we got some things that's not working in our favor already. Uh, Darius Geis's injury. Uh, Jonathan Allen's injury. Josh Norman looking like a 70 year old trying to run and cover people. Uh, you know, we still have the worst coach in football in Jay Gruden. You know, I'm just not I'm not very excited about what I saw week one. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully Trent Williams will enter the building this week. There was conversation that he'll be returning soon. Definitely need him to come back. Uh, Adrian Peterson is his one of his close friends, so hopefully he can get him to come back, especially being that, you know, he's clearly going to be one of the vocal points from this point on at least for, you know, probably five, six weeks. So I'm going to be objective and I'm going to go with the Cowboys. But I would absolutely love to be wrong and for the Redskins to make a statement and go and win that ball game. Gotcha, brother. Bills, Giants. The Bills came back down. They was down 16-0. Actually came back and won 17-16. But I'm taking the Bills stomping out the G-men. This week. Yeah, I don't think neither, neither one of those teams will stomp either, you know, each other. Mm -hmm. But I am going to go with the Bills as well. The Giants' defense is abysmal. It's pathetic. Any word that, you know, explains piss poor, that is the Giants' defense. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with the Bills maybe 20 to 13. It's not bad. Chiefs, Raiders, I'm choosing the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs, Raiders. The Raiders are feeling themselves after last night, mm -hmm. but I'm still going with the Chiefs. You know, they just have a lot of talent, man. Have a lot of weapons, even with Tyreek Hill being down. Patrick Mahomes is going to do his thing. Travis Kelsey didn't even have a big week one. Exactly. And so I'm expecting him to have a bigger game on Sunday. Yep. Now we got a rematch of the NFC Championship, the controversial NFC Championship, Saints versus the Rams. I actually have the Aints winning it. Yeah, I just called them the Aints, but I'm picking the Aints to win this game. Saints, Rams, I'm going to go. Mm, that's a toss-up for me also. I'm going to go with the Rams, though. I'm going to go with the Rams by three points. Uh, I just think that Jared Goff, I think he's going to have a better game than he did in week one, and he'll need two. I think Ty Gurley, he impressed me in week one. I like what I saw, especially in the second half. Yeah, because he didn't really do too much in the first half. No, but he got it going in the second half. Mm -hmm. and, you know, he had missed time even to, you know, as far as the end of the season last year. So I'm going with the Rams. Bears, Broncos. Oh, okay. Bears, Broncos. Um, I'm going with the Bears. Yeah, the Bears. Broncos look eh. I'm going with the Bears. You going with the Bears over the Broncos? Yeah. Yeah, I am also. I think that they're gonna bounce back from that awful performance they, you know, put forth on last Thursday. Mm hmm I think that they'll be smart and utilize who they have. You know, Tariq Cohen has to be more of a vocal point. For them, Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky has to be better. 
And I think he'll be a little bit better than he was last week for sure. And um, I'm just going to go with the Bears. That'll be another close one. You don't see too many blowouts when it comes to the Bears. So I'm going to say 23 to 16 Bears. Da Bears. Sunday night football. This one might be a good game. Eagles-Falcons. I'm going to go with the Dirty Birds of Atlanta. Wow. So you have them getting their act together because they didn't look good at all they Sunday. They did, didn't. Nah, but eh, I take it back. I'll take the Eagles. I'm being realistic. Yeah, the Eagles will come out. If they keep rolling, uh, Malik Jackson really, uh, that, that injury won't really be a factor. He won't be missed, really. From from talking to Eagles fans, you know, they said once um, a new body, what was his name? Timmy Jernigan got in the game. That's when the pass rush or the, the run stop really got came into effect. But I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. I would like to see the Falcons win that game, obviously. Yeah. But I'm going to go with the Eagles. Uh, Browns, Jets to cap it off on Monday Night Football. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. <laughs> nah, I think Baker will, you know, get his act together. And I think the Browns are going to come out with that victory. That's who they got their first win against last year, too, the Jets. But I'm taking the Jets this year. They're going to come back and win. This year, they're going to get their face back. Their redemption from last year, man. And that's our week two picks. We appreciate y'all listening and tuning in to another episode of Time Out Sports, the podcast. Last thing. Yeah. We had some difficulties with Twitter. They decided to suspend our normal Twitter. And so that may be gone for good because we have an issue with getting it back as far as passwords go. So follow us on our new Twitter at Timeout Sports 3. Again, that's at Timeout Sports 3. three. And sports is in all caps. Mm-hmm. Make sure to follow us there. Yes, sir. We're signing off. See, Rough is gone. We'll see y'all next week. It's your boy, Vonnie the Goat. We love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all tuning in. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast. We out. Just wanted to ball. Just wanted to ball. Oh. I just wanted to ball. Oh. I just wanted to ball. Yeah.